Hey, y'all. You're listening to the What Would She Think podcast. I'm Danny, And I'm Angie. We're a mother and daughter duo, and we look forward to sharing the parallels on our life experiences. Join us as we learn more about our views on how life has taken us on a wild ride. This podcast is made to offer listeners a safe place to understand and discuss all the non-traditional new roles and breaking generational traumas. How we managed to turn our mother and daughter relationship from barely surviving to thriving. <laughs> Love you. Welcome into today's episode. We will be discussing anxiety, social anxiety. Today's episode is extra special. We have a special guest with us, my dear sister friend, Miss Lima. Hi. <laughs> Alrighty. And this topic is very important because it affects all three of us yep. just the same. We mm -hmm. all struggle with social anxiety. Yes. So when we get into social anxiety, what is something that we can um, use to describe social anxiety? Sure, I have it right here. Um, it says, although it may feel like you're the only one with this problem, social anxiety is actually quite common. Many people struggle with these fears, but the situations that trigger the symptoms of social anxiety uh, disorder can be different. Some people experience anxiety in most social situations, and that is from helpguide.org right so it's very common which most people probably struggle with it and don't even know that they you know that this is what they struggle with and do you guys remember when you first started feeling the social anxiety mm, i think i was maybe 10 about 10 or 11 was it in like an everyday scenario? Was it in school? It was in busy scenarios, like any busy scenario with like crowded people, like events and stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay, what would what do you remember about that? Um, I remember feeling short of breath, and I would cling to whoever was closest to me because no one really knew. I didn't even know, and I didn't know how to help myself. Because it was on you. That's mm -hmm. when you first started. Mm -hmm. So I remember in school scenarios, I was fine. For me, it came more when I got older and I had to go into big crowds like, a you know, a busy, uh, you know, mall that's, you know, jam packed mm -hmm. with a lot of people or a, an event that had a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, I would feel very, very overwhelmed. Just, mm -hmm. just emotionally overwhelmed. Yeah, I would still deal with it, but it was, it was definitely a struggle. Cause you didn't know what it was. I, I hadn't felt like that before. Mm -hmm. I was good in crowds. I remember in school, I, you know, is one of the biggest high schools in in the town, and so there was a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But it definitely came older for me. What about you, Lima? Do you? Um, it's a bit of both. I remember as a kid. There would be something like if there was a big crowd in like school, like if we had a school event in the auditorium, I would find any way to not go. Mm. Like I would pretend to be sick. Not that I had to pretend I wasn't the very like healthiest child, but <laughs> I would try to avoid it. And then as I've gotten older, it's it's still present. Like it's a bit more than I, when I was younger. And I I just don't if I'm like 
trying to go to the supermarket and I see that the parking lot is too crowded, I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. Or if I do walk into the supermarket and it's already like busy and there's too many people, I'm like, I am not going to be here. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go. I may Instacart. I don't know. I kind of got a thought right now. Mm. We're talking about big crowds, but do you guys feel social anxiety even in a small group of people who you're not familiar with? I am. Yes, more or less. I don't like for my for my husband, which you you could relate because Navy. Yeah. Um, when they're like, "Oh, I met this guy, and he has a wife, and this and third At first, mm-hmm. I asked my husband, I "Was like, you're my only link to a social life," because I was so isolated, and that wasn't helping. Mm-hmm. And then when he would come home and say, "Oh, I actually met this really cool dude, and he's married." I'm like, oh, okay, great. He's like, yeah, that we want to like, do you want a double date? I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, literally what I asked for. But um internally, I'm like screaming, I'm overwhelmed, I'm thinking and overthinking and overthinking. But externally, I believe it's hard to tell. I don't know. Uh I've always been told that you my emotions and what I'm thinking is very easy to see on my face. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't have to agree so quickly. We, we still love you. <laughs> but um, I I do my best. So mm-hmm. even in like small crowds of people that I don't know, or even if it's people that you do know and it's just a, it's like a weird situation at the moment, like there's something happening within your group and you all get together for whatever reason, like friends, family, whatever the case is. It's like, oh, we have this to deal with or we have that to talk about or we're not talking about this that still creates that like stress and tension and like that worry and you start to overthink yes yeah so it's not just big crowds it's well even people who you are familiar with but maybe not yeah. comfortable true yeah. i don't think i get social anxiety in little crowds i think i just get shy and paranoid pa- paranoid's well, oh, yeah. a big deal yeah so do you think that's part of your social anxiety part of it yeah but I don't think it's to its full extent. As the way you feel when you are in a big crowd. Yeah. Got it. It feels different. You know, a big crowd definitely, like, it's just, I can't. Like, I would love to go to a concert. Oh, oh, yeah. I would love to go to a concert in my imagination. <laughs> because in person, there's no way I can actually put myself in this huge stadium with like hundreds of thousands of people and be okay. Well, you know what? Now I'm thinking, so when we saw Metallica a couple of years ago... I I think I'm comfortable with organized crowd, large mm-hmm. crowd. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like the hustle and bustle of like walking through the hallway in the stadium mm-hmm. where everybody's going, you know, every which way and trying to or all heard in one direction like mm-hmm. cows, I think there I do feel it more than being in the stadium and everybody in their seats. I've noticed that. Like, if it's organized and people are where they need to be, I think I'm more comfortable than if everyone's kind of, you know, hurting every which way. Like the mall? Like the mall. You get like that at the mall? Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. not. That's not how I feel. It's just like, oh, this is so organized. That's nice. Someone is going to mess it up. (laughs) Yeah. This is not going to stay like that because people tend to be awful. (laughs) Yeah. That's very true. They Mm -hmm. And other people don't experience the same things as other people. So, And you know what? I think also because we are shorties <laughs> that it, maybe if we were taller we would be above if, the crowd yeah and that would be different from us being you know little oh, yeah. meanies and i i i 
I would hate for that to be true, but I think you're 100% right. <laughs> because everybody's a, yeah. you know, we're we're literally yeah. we're literally overlooked. Yes. Yeah. And so that overwhelmingness of I could get trampled. <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> so even restaurants, I know you and I have talked about when we went to Dave and Buster's and mm-hmm. it was very busy. Oh my god. I cling to your arm and wouldn't let go. You did cling. And I mean, do you think it also had to do with all the noise and lights? Um, being overstimulated by that along with yeah, the people? Yeah, probably. I think it was the noise, not the lights. The loud noise, mm-hmm. and then also there was a lot of people. It was a lot of, like, chaotic noise. Like, if it's, like, loud, like, mm-hmm. music. This podcast is funded by buymeacoffee.com slash twist of violet. With a membership, you will have access to exclusive content behind the scenes and a bonus video podcast a month. So for me, especially in like public places, um, when I get really stressed out because there's too many people, it also, a part of it is also I get this feeling of like getting claustrophobic because I feel like I'm getting enclosed because mm-hmm. for me it's noises and lights mm. that that get me stressed out. Mm-hmm. And like I start breathing real heavy and I fidget and I, I kind of start touching my face a lot, like self-soothing yeah. sort of. I do end up feeling like claustrophobic along with the social anxiety because it's the noises, it's the sound, noises and sounds are the same thing. It's the noises and then the people. And I I feel like I get crowded and I can't really move. And my breathing gets real heavy. I'll start like touching my face a lot, trying to self-soothe or figure out how to like escape because that's what it feels like. It feels like I need to escape. I think... The reason we say it's so obvious is because that's your telltale sign. Of what? Fidgeting in general. Yeah. Especially like with your hair or something like that. I am surprised I'm not bald by how much I fidget with my hair. And that's not even a joke. Um, Legitimately surprised. Because I, I fidget with my hair very, very often. Yeah. Self-soothing. To the point where like I'm pulling it out. Mm. And I'll have like a bundle of hair. So that's another factor of my like I'll start stressing out about something or whatever. I'm just pull 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 but um Mm. with the social anxiety aspect uh yeah i just get really i get stressed out i fidget with my face i'm trying to like find a place to escape and i can't really focus on an area because there's so much happening and i'm already overwhelmed that my my body can't focus um do you feel a mood switch also i get like defensive you kind of shut off I at least on the outside I do no I I definitely do like shut off because I don't know how to interact with anything or anyone at that moment like it's just all too much it's all too much and I try to shut down and externally it looks like I'm a a total bitch (laughs) but internally I am screaming I feel like I'm crying if I there's like a heavy ball on my chest Mm. Um, you just want everything to kind of simmer down so that you can just I, catch your breath. On. I want everything to disappear, not just simmer down. I want everything to mm-hmm. disappear so I can feel like I can start breathing. 
and something my husband does and God bless him. It's not easy. Um, he's able to find a place for me. Like he's gotten really good at seeing the start of when I start getting, um, overwhelmed and and worked up and he's like come here come here and i'm like wait what what and he was like sometimes he has like physically pull me because i'm trapped like my feet aren't moving and um he's done that a few times and that's when i just like back away and i'm like oh yeah give her her space you yeah um and he's able to find a spot and he doesn't he he's not even like touching me or on me he's giving me space because even with him i it's too much yeah like so he couldn't just like hold you no, and like he back I away. don't want anyone I can't have anyone Touch. no I get like that when I get overwhelmed mm-hmm. I I which is most of the time and I get overwhelmed I get clingy yeah I have I, to cling yeah. no so, that's not me so if I'm feeling overwhelmed or like overstimulated by like me say, by you or just you know life all the kids yeah. at once or just so much commotion happening at once yeah I get like that where I can't have any touch i don't want to be touched mm-hmm. no i angie tries holding my hand to comfort me but i'm like no just, just give me a minute because for you and me yeah because it sort of like adds to that overwhelming overwhelming feeling and at least for me it's like it, it adds another level of like i'm trapped i can't move yeah because there's someone even though he i'm literally feeling that right now of, yeah of remembering that feeling of feeling like just talking about uh, it is stressful but yeah. um yeah, even with my husband, he's my best friend and love of my life. And he knows so much and he he takes wonderful care of me, but don't touch me. <laughs> um, love me from far. Yeah. So he's able to find like an area for me. Um, but that's so important that he, that you guys have communicated enough to know that. To yeah. know that he needs to, you know, kind of help you and like separate you at that moment to yeah. kind of yeah. ease you to kind of get your... And Your to be honest, back. I'm not quite sure even to this day how he actually does it. Because in the moment, I'm, I can't, pro- my brain is not processing anything else besides just the stress that my body's in. So, like, I don't actually know how he does it. And Angie's been there to see it. And I, I don't actually know what it looks like from the outside. Because at the moment, you're not even I thinking. Think, I'm not there. Yeah. I think it's him pulling you away from everybody else because that's what he does he pulls Mm -hmm. you away from the crowd and then you focus on him Mm. and him only oh okay which is kind of what i do but i have to have physical touch at the same time because with cat i have to have i have like you have to hold my hand in a situation like that and i just focus on like holding cat's hand so i'm not focused on the crowd of people Mm. got it so that's why i'm the opposite yeah so when we feel like that, how do we kind of recover from that? Because that seems like it's it's a lot to recover from. <laughs> I'm I'm breathing because I it's a it's kind of a trick question, not mm. in a bad way, but not every social interaction you have is going to be the same. No, and sometimes there's the, many different, and then the recovery therefore is different. Yeah. So like in a situation where we're out like shopping or whatever, and we get home, I'm in my room. Like, I, I have to change out of my clothes because my clothes don't feel good on me. Yeah. Um, we talked about that. We talked about even your clothes feels, when you're feeling anxiety. Feels heavy. It feels like even you can't have your clothes yeah. on you because it, it's just too much. It, too it's much too, like the fabric hurts your skin. It's irritating you. It doesn't, at least for me, you know, it doesn't 
I could like I'm wearing a t-shirt right now. I love this t-shirt. It's super soft, but I've worn it in situations where like I need this off of me mm-hmm. because now the neck feels too tight or the arms feel like they're in my my like armpits mm-hmm. and I can't. I can't. Whenever I'm overstimulated, I can't have like a high collar on me because mm-hmm. I will just want to rip it. I don't yeah. want I don't want anything close to my face. So the recovery at, at least on my end, I I need to be alone. Like I think in the middle of it like Andrew, you're right. I do tend to focus on him. Like now that you're mentioning it, I was like, oh, that clicks. Yeah, I, I focus on him. But the aftermath of it is, please um, leave me, like, leave me the hell alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I love you. Thank you to everyone, like family, friends, whoever, like, is been around. in that situation with mm-hmm. me. It's not like a lack of love or gratitude for being there to, like, take care of me or help me. It's the only way I can start to recover and, yeah. like, start to feel better is I'm alone. I can zone out on like reading i don't well i don't i'm not on my phone for my recovery i'm not on my phone because that's way that's, too much that's a lot of stimulation yeah. yeah and like the noises as well so i need like to be alone i need the room to be quiet sometimes i don't even have my pets with me and you guys know how much i i am obsessed with my kids mm-hmm. yes people i call my pets my kids yes <laughs> um but i would have like a book and I would read and I escape my own reality into someone else's reality. Um, no longer stimulated by any lights and sounds no. and people. Like I'm I'm just yeah. on my bed. I don't, sometimes I'll, I'll have a blanket. Most of the time I'm just, again, I'm just sitting there. I don't want anything actually touching me because it feels so claustrophobic. It feels like my skin can't breathe. Yeah. So I've noticed when we get home from those situations. Yeah. You you get home i don't turn the tv on because i know you're overstimulated and i that's not gonna help yeah and you go change and then we come back out we sit on the couch for a few minutes before even turning on the tv mm-hmm. and then so i haven't found a way that helps me right now i kind of just hold it in and cry when i'm alone you, they, you hold back your emotions until you can yeah until i can express them not in a crowded place Mm. instead of while well, i'm in a crowded place and then like it's gonna oh my god this girl's crying in the middle of the store yeah so and will only bring you more attention yeah mm-hmm. and then that only makes it worse you definitely don't want the attention when it's happening yeah so i hold it in and then i cry it out later sometimes mm-hmm. even just releasing all that built, built up, up energy and yeah does so, that help you feel better after you've yeah cried it out yeah my closet. I go. I do it in my closet. I cry in my closet. You know, I have the room too. And in case anyone were to walk through my door, you feel more private in your closet. Than and it's it's small, but it fits me in it. So it's a walk-in closet, baby. It is. Small. <laughs> I meant it's smaller than if I were to cry in my room. Got it. Even in your room, it still feels a little bit too big. Yes, because it's it's more secluded and it feels like a only me space. Mm-hmm. And, and well, like if I were to do it in my room, it's it feels like I'm exposed. If that makes sense, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. And your closet feels more intimate, just yeah. you, enough space for you, not yeah. inviting anybody else, as opposed to your room that's a bigger space. I get yeah. that. Like I can feel that different energy that you would feel being in a room exposed mm-hmm. to just in your walk-in closet. Yeah. Right. by yourself yeah your yeah. closet is bigger than mine definitely. that's true so. that, but yours is long yeah but like what what am i gonna do with it 
How do you recover, mom? So from my anxiety, I definitely feel after I've been very overwhelmed, overstimulated, I just need everything to quiet down. I don't want to be touched. And it kind of, you know, a couple of breathings and then it passes. I don't feel that I've done too much, you know, anything too different afterwards. But I also haven't had like a serious panic attack with my social anxiety. Mm. I've I felt anxiety before yeah. when I was driving. That was a serious That's a panic attack. That was a serious panic attack. And yeah. my recovery, I was sobbing and shaking until I got home and but we'll definitely tackle that on another episode of anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah, there's so many different anxieties that we'll talk about. I really did enjoy this conversation with you guys. You guys really yeah. have a good insight on your own social anxieties. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very, very happy and honored to have been invited. Like this is absolutely. And you guys will definitely be hearing more of our Lima and she'll be back on another episode. I hope so. Then yeah. love this. So as we look back on our conversation, what is something that you kind of took away from what we talked about? Um, well, one, you and I, Danny, chair a very similar recovery where don't like to be touched or anything like that. So mm-hmm. it's comforting to know that I'm not the only one. It feels like that. Yeah. It always feels like you're the only one dealing with something like this. Yeah. Cause it feels, nobody understands. It feels so intense, you yeah. know, and you're like, there's no one else that can go through this. You know, it's just me. Maybe I'm weak or something. So it's comforting to know that you and I share very similar, like not only triggers, but, the aftermath, the recovery of af- of after an event. So it's that's my takeaway. Like, oh, I'm I'm not alone. I'm not weird. I'm not weak. Yeah, you yeah. know. So that's that's comforting. Definitely, definitely. What about you, mommy? What do you What do you uh, take away from this episode of social um, anxiety? I took away that people have different coping mechanisms and deal with it differently, and it can come in many different ways. Getting triggered can come in different ways and recovery yeah. can be different. Yeah. That's what I took away. That's what great. did you take away? Um, kind of similar uh, of what Lima said that, you know, we're not alone in this anxiety that we feel. I think it's important that more people talk about this and have more conversations about these anxieties that they feel because it might help in a scenario where yeah. you know with you're with your family or with your friends and you're dealing with something kind of like how Velasquez, you know really helps you yeah. in the moment yeah. to know that if you're out and your friends or whoever you're with that they'll understand what you're going through and they'd be able to help you as opposed to you feeling like these people I'm with will never understand what I'm going through yeah so that was my that's takeaway. a big one yeah, yeah. Well, I really did enjoy this conversation. Me too. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate all the love and support, and we enjoy being a part of your day. Make sure you guys hit us up on all our socials at What Would She Think Podcast. Um, You can also send us an email. We want you guys to be a part of our conversation. So shoot us an email at whatwouldshethinkpodcast at gmail.com. And... We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. This podcast is funded by buymeacoffee.com slash twistaviolet. With a membership... 
you will have access to exclusive content behind the scenes and a bonus video podcast a month. The podcast theme song is composed by Philip Tamez.